Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Okay. Hey, hey everyone. Um, welcome back. And uh, so Greg and I have got a topic today. Of course, we've just been trying to push out as much stuff to you as possible um, to continue to help you through um, this, you know, this adjustment that we're all making in our business. And the topic today, Greg, that um, we had talked a little bit about even last week and um, knowing that the market is not uh, completely shut down, we still have agents that are putting in offers on properties. We still have agents of ours that are receiving offers on their listings. Uh, one of the things that uh, is, is so important right now is presenting offers, receiving offers, and then the negotiating. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, how has that changed? We still have an offer that comes in and we still have to present it, but let's talk a little bit about what's potentially changed um, in terms of what information do we need to get ahead of time? There's a lot of a lot of things happening right now in the mortgage business. Um, and mentally, how do we need to prepare when we're presenting offers? What's maybe going through your mind? What's the buyer's mind, the seller's mind? Let's just kind of open it up and, and talk about all the, the different things that are happening so that when you get a deal, the possibility of getting it together, we can get it negotiated and get it closed. Yeah. You know, one of the first thing that comes to my mind is... Um you know, if you're, let's just say that you have a listing or you're working with a buyer either way, and, um, and you receive a prequal, prequalification letter. If that prequalification letter is over four or five days old, yeah. it may not be valid anymore. There are some things that have shifted in the mortgage industry that a lot of agents haven't, uh, that they don't know yet. The information is just not being, it's not publicly out there that much. Mm -hmm. It's starting to drip out there. There's some things in, you know, like with, with loans that are going to be backed by the government, you know, there's some shifts in the credit scores um, that they will now approve versus disprove. Um, and, and, and various banks, you know, could uh, manage their own risk by setting their own rules where one might uh, only underwrite loans and do loans and approve you if you've got a 700. Um, but before it might have been a 680 or it might have been a 640 credit score. Like there's a lot of things changing and it's not necessarily uniform against the industry. It's, it really has a lot to do with the individual uh, lending institution, the mortgage institution. For instance, jumbo loans. There's been a lot of changes on jumbo loans. So if you've got a, uh, a pending or if you're getting uh, an offer on a property and somebody gives you approval um, with, you know, and it's a jumbo loan, and the uh, pre-qualification letter or even the approval letter is two to three weeks old, I, I would probably build into the negotiations that it's uh, contingent upon them getting another one, a newer one, and it's just to protect everybody that's involved. Mm -hmm. You know, Even if you're working with a buyer and you've got pre buyers that you have pre-approval letters on, you may not know that some of those pre-approvals are no longer approved. Yeah. Um, so that would be one. That's the first one that comes to my mind. What about you? Yeah. Well, the other thing I think is, you know, if you had almost a, a checklist, I can imagine a checklist now as a buyer's agent used to be get the earnest money check, get the um, pre-approval, get the pre-qualification, get all the contract filled out. I think the things that you have to add to it now are you, 
if you're not dealing with um, somebody on the buying side that you can actually pick up the phone and talk with personally, who's that mortgage originator, the loan officer, um, and that person, then I think you probably need to find that person right now because things are changing so quickly. The online ABC uh, mortgage company.com that's sending the pre approval over is really probably not the best way to represent um, your buyer at this point. If you've got somebody you can pick up the phone and talk to, and they're the one that can say, listen, this is changing yes. right now. In, I think we always kind of do that because we want to get them the best rate. We want good service, but we tend to just take that as, well, that's ah, a step. We just got to get the pre-qualification. The pre-qualification right now is not a piece of paper. The pre-qualification is, do I have somebody that's in the know on the business that I can talk to is going to be a resource for me so my client can actually get through this transaction? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, a great, yeah, great point. Yeah. And, and then I think the other part is, and maybe we can, maybe we can shift gears. I wanna, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you, don't be Greg Harrelson. Don't be Brendan Payne right now. Just be um, an agent right now in the business and you've got a listing and you actually get an offer on the listing. What's the first thing that potentially comes to your mind today when you get an offer? Okay, and about I'm not the buyer and about the offer itself before you I'm even, not me and I'm not you. You're not me and you're not you. Uh, what's the price? Uh, we're listed at 330,000 and the offer comes in at 300. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, there I'm just afraid. Oh my gosh, my, my seller's not going to take that. Yeah. And oh my God, what, what do you think about the buyer? Um, What's their motivation right now for putting in an offer? Oh, they're just trying to get a deal. They're just out there fishing for a deal. Low yeah. ball and offers. Right? Yeah, they're just low ball offers. So is that a stretch or do you think that's happening right now in people's minds? The agents, no yes. question, I believe that that's happening in their minds. Absolutely. Do you think yes. that when you pick up the phone and call your seller, that when they hear they're getting an offer before they've seen it or gotten the offer, that they are like, no one's writing offers. This is going to be a low ball. This is going to be some bottom feeder. That's, is that not happening in their minds? Yeah, no, no question that's happening. Okay, so that's what, that's what we have to work through here. That's, that's the mental part of this game right now that um, is going to be critical to actually get the deal together. You've got a buyer, a seller, a buyer's agent, and a listing agent most of the time, and four sets of emotions. And the only ones that you can control are your own. Yeah. So how do we, let's just, let's just talk about that from the agent standpoint. How do we make sure that when we get that offer that we have the best shot at going and, and, and representing the client and getting the deal done if the deal can get done. Yeah. You know, one of the things that comes to my mind is like, my job is to remain calm. It's like, it's like I, I, I'm, I'm reflecting on, okay, if I was a, 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 an emergency room doctor and somebody comes in and they're bleeding, you know, I, 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 how I react is very, very important to that, to that, that situation. And those doctors that, that, you know, all doctors, but especially the ones in emergency rooms, they're trained to not to like remain calm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we need to do is we need to remain calm and not, we are not the buyer and we are not the seller. When an offer comes in, 
it's not an offer on my property, so I should stop reacting as if it is. Because when an agent says, oh my gosh, this is just lowball offers, I think what's really going on is they're subconsciously kind of imagining that that's their property and that offer was just made on their property. And based on their situation, that's a lowball offer. The key is, is just like a buyer may be feeling like the market, you know, it is a little bit lower. So therefore they feel like that's a fair offer. You may have a seller that just lost their job and mm -hmm. maybe, and hey, look, like any offer is a good offer based on my situation. Maybe it's low, but based on my situation, low is better than no. And, 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 but we don't know. So when we're reacting and, and, you know, with, with our emotions, we're pretty much becoming the problem of the transaction. We become the reason why we can't put deals together. Now, not every offer, as you're describing here, this hypothetical, is going to be put together. Mm -hmm. But if we had 10 of these situations, probably four of them work today and six of them don't. Mm -hmm. And the ones that, um, and, and, but if the agent's reacting, then probably nine out of 10 don't work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you said, I think the agent sometimes puts themselves in the in the position that they're the one getting the offer, and so they're taking it personally. I think a lot of times, I agree with that. That could happen. I think the other scenario that they put themselves in is, this is me making the offer to my seller. Ah. And like, oh my gosh, I can't present this to him. Like, I'd be foolish to present this to him. Well, you're just, you're in the game as one of the messengers. So yeah. just remember that. And it's not you presenting the offer to him. Um, you know, it's, you just got to keep moving forward. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so technically like on the, on the technical side, a couple of things that I think have changed right now. We got a, one of our agents got an offer um, via email this morning from another company. And I thought the, the presentation of the offer was incredible. It was really, really, it was awesome. So what they hit in there, of course, they got the offer, they got the earnest money check, they got all the stuff that has to go in there. But in there, they hit um, the fact that I've already talked with the, lo the loan originator who is here in town, mm -hmm. and they're not being affected by anything with the shutdowns. So they answered a question that either mm -hmm. me as a listing agent or the other person, the seller is going to have, they addressed that. They also addressed that, added a little bit more time in there for us because of everything that's going on right now, if we need it. So it's at whatever, a 55 day closing just in case. But just so you know, my buyer would like to close as soon as your seller's time frame works and we can get the final approval. Then they went through and hit a couple other points that were, um, they were just basically answering all the questions that somebody right now who's got a lot of things on their mind and is looking through there that they eliminated all those questions and showed that that buyer is legitimate. They've done every piece of homework that they could up to this point. And this has as good a shot of getting to the closing table as long as we can get the thing negotiated. It's got as good a shot as any. And that's huge in a time like this because negotiating the deal is always price in terms. But if you've got a bunch of other things in there that make the terms so questionable right now, or there's uncertainty there too, you're, you're running uphill. And so they eliminated that. And I thought that's, that's something right now when we're presenting them to the other side is really important. And if you're receiving offers, don't just look and go, oh, it's a great price. 
Um, they got a prequal here from online.com and we're gonna go present it to the seller and we work it out because the price was acceptable to them and you got all these landmines coming up. All these different things that could fall through. Get those questions answered so that your seller is represented and, and you've got the best shot of getting to the closing on that side too. Man, that, that, whoever that agent was, that was brilliant. I mean, so I, I mean, I don't know how I could have laid it out any better, the way that they just chipped away. They really thought about that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and so hopefully people that are listening to that will kind of take some of those tips and formulate you know, that to themselves. Because if I'm an agent and I'm receiving an offer from another agent that has a buyer and, and they've laid it out that way, quite frankly, I'm going to probably share that with the seller. Mm -hmm. And that's going to influence... The negotiation and it's going to influence in a positive way and 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 i will say the opposite could happen also right if somebody's presenting an offer and just say hey they got they yes they've been pre-called yeah and that's the message that you send to the other agent that's also going to impact the negotiation but it's probably going to impact it ne negatively um, at the best, it'll be neutral, but it won't do anything to improve the position of the negotiation. So yeah. um, that that's fantastic. Yeah. Good. Anything else that you can think of on the uh, on the negotiating side or setting up these deals that when we do get them, we can get them to the closing table. So the, the agents out there listening to this have got the best shot. Yeah, I, I, I tell you right now what you came up with so far. I think that's enough for one video <laughs> before it gets just Good. too much and overwhelming for people to, to execute all of it. So that, that's great work on that. Good. We'll, uh, we'll come up with the next topic and uh, be talking to you soon then. All right.